0: 1 John chapter 4 verses 15 and 16 and uh, says Whosoever confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him, and he in God. And we have un- and we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. And you know some scripture go right along. That was the most, you know, probably read scripture there is. Is John three sixteen, and we all know that. And uh, I think we can share that together if we can do that. It says, "For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believeth in Him should not perish, how everlasting life." Do you love Jesus this
1: morning?
0: (laughs) I love Jesus this morning. Let's sing 143 in the church. My Jesus, I love you. Jesus this morning. Amen. Amen. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. And uh, Brother Bobby, you lead us in the Lord in prayer, please.
2: Our Heavenly Father, we bow again this morning, thanking you, God, for the blessings that you give us, Lord. Thanking you, God, Heavenly Father, for the God. We're setting it up, Lord, that we can come together and, and grow stronger, God, Heavenly Father, and share, Heavenly Father, what you've done for us, God, and give testimony to the goodness of God. Heavenly Father, but most of all, God, that we can come. And be edified heavenly father that we can grow and that we can Heavenly father be fed with that which we need to grow us spiritually god and we pray today god thank you lord uh, god for meeting with us here today and for making yourself known and your spirit and your presence known yes. god we pray today wherever your people gather god that you bless them with your presence this morning dear god heavenly father wherever uh, heavenly father there are those that are saved oh uh, god that the gospel will go out heavenly father where there are those that are lost god that the gospel uh, will go out here yes, god we pray today god that Heavenly Father, whatever is, uh, is well with us, whatever dear Lord needs attention in, in our lives, God, how that we hinder not the, the preaching of the Gospel today, God, and the reaching of Your Holy Spirit today, God, and we pray, God, that Your will be done in our lives. Heavenly Father, we thank You, God, for blessing us and protecting us so far. We ask You, dear God, to continue to do so, God. Blessed in the remainder of this service, God, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, help us to put away those stumbling blocks that are in front of us, dear God. uh, Those things that are hinder us, dear God. And let us freely worship You, Spirit, this morning. In Jesus' name, we pray.
0: Amen. 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 Y'all can be seated. Thank you for that prayer, brother. Look at page. uh, Everybody knows this song right here very well. Two sixty-five. Love lifted me. And I shared our scripture with us. He died for us. He gave his life for us. And, and, you know, know, he gave it all. He gave it all. And we shared in our Sunday school class, you know, we should be a beacon for others. We should be a light for others and and go out and share God's love with others because he loved us. He loved us. He done that for us. But, you know, I share another song right here. Where could I go? Where could I go?
1: the Lord. Uh, after that, Brother Wayne, what's that song uh, that says all of the ground is sinking sink? My hope
3: is uh,
0: my, my hope,
1: hope is my hope. Can we sing yeah, so. 345. 345.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Got someone to go to, in need of, it. you know, whatever our needs are. He can, he can take your little needs. He can comfort us. He can comfort us no matter what. But listen, to these guys. Don't you guys sing his third verse just like the ladies? Here we go. Oh. share. It's good to see all the ones that's out. It's been out. It's yeah, good to have y'all back. Good to have everyone back this morning. Well, let's uh, let's do one. Let's have a bass. Let's have a song it has got a bass lead. Let's have a little, little time. Brother, brother Michael, you come up. Jess, you come up. Vanessa, come up. Brother Royce, you come up. Bubba, you come up. Yes, sing the bass. What are we What are I've yes, enjoyed it much. Do y'all have anything before uh, God. Brother Steve comes up there? Bring your God. message. And brother Steve, you come and share with us, brother.
1: singing this morning telling you that, that uh, I make a baby shout I'm glad to be here this morning and I'm really thankful for what I feel out in my heart and I appreciate these that got up here the same while ago that just, that just blessed me and uh, I'm glad to be here I know it's cold outside and uh, more here than I expected and that's Amen. up that I'm, I'm glad of that today you know, but it's warm down in our hearts uh, this morning I'm glad that it is and uh, if you're here today and you're troubled about anything in your life whatever that it might be I want you to know that you're in a place where you can get some help uh, from the good Lord Jesus Christ and, and uh, he's here today I, we don't have to wonder if his presence is here because we've already been able to feel it. It always thrills me when you don't have to be at church very long to realize that the Spirit of the Lord has, has uh, uh, showed up. And uh, I've been in some services where it uh, didn't seem like the Spirit was anywhere close by. Uh, but I'm glad this ain't one of them. And uh, uh, love each one of you today. It's good to see uh, all of our uh, visitors here with us today and uh, Brother Andy and all of your family. Give us the names of your book.
2: I've got Alyssa, Micah,
1: and Eli. Amen. All, right. All right. Good deal. Good deal. Amen. Good to see Jasper here with us today. Is he not feeling good. He's resting his eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You go up to need auto Park sometime. You might just see Jasper in there. And uh, good to see uh jason here with us again today he was here last week and he's one of john's friends and we're glad that that he's here with us today and quentin it's good to see you glad you're back uh, back with us uh, who's this little one right here next to last? Creed. okay that's creed that's sissy's oldest son oh okay okay i should have known that. good to see him
0: that's great.
1: Yeah. Thank y'all all for being here today, and I uh, I hope that you haven't already received a blessing. I hope that you'll leave here uh, with a blessing today. And uh, I'm just I'm just for all God's done. Uh, please pray for me this morning. My head nose is clogged up, and I don't want to sneeze and make a scene. Blood would say that's <laughs> disgusting, <laughs> but uh, but y'all, I'm gonna keep my hat you, your but But uh, good to see each one of you. And uh, if you'll turn in your Bible to uh, the Happy 60th, morning. the 60th and the 61st Psalm, and don't don't get upset. I'm not gonna read uh, all of these. Uh, just a, a couple of verses out of the uh, 60th and. A, a couple of three verses out of the 61st uh, psalm and then try to share a thought with you that the Lord uh, laid upon our heart. Uh, in the 60th uh, psalm, uh, in the fourth verse, it says, Thou hast given a banner to them that fear Thee, that it may be displayed because of the truth and he goes on to say salat and in the 11th verse he says give us help from trouble for vain is the help of man and then we'll skip down to the 61st psalm and uh i want to read the first three verses there uh, very familiar scripture here he said hear my cry O God attend unto my prayer from the end of the earth will I cry unto thee when my heart is overwhelmed lead me to the rock that is higher than I for thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy and I'd like for you to uh, look at the second verse one more time here and I want you to concentrate on overwhelmed and I want you to uh, think about that just for a minute. Maybe that's where the thought may come from uh, in our uh, message today. Is uh, uh, overwhelmed. And there's a lot of good things in this where he talks about the banner that's given to those that fear God, uh, a banner of truth. Boy, that could be preached on for a couple hours. Uh, uh, and there's all kinds of things that, that, that kind of stand out here. Uh, but I want to talk to us just for a few minutes about a predicament that David was in here when he claimed to be overwhelmed and this wasn't the first time that he had become overwhelmed uh, he said thou hast been a shelter for me so evidently David was familiar with going to God with his problems with what what he called a shelter uh, a rock uh, uh, and, and so uh, David was not a stranger to this but also David was not a stranger to troubles and problems uh, today and, and uh, 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 if the thought that the Lord gave us today would simply be this and, and, and it could be praised a lot of different ways but what kind of stuck with me was uh, when our problems become a monster and, and I want you to think about that we could say when our problems become a giant or when our problems become bigger than us or, or, or there's a lot of uh, uh, examples we could use uh, but sometimes in my life uh, especially when I was younger uh, uh, problems I allowed them to become monsters in my life and and uh, and, and so we look here at David and, and we, we, we see here uh, and we know the things that he had been through and we have to keep in mind that uh, he was a man after God's own heart, but he had troubles and fears uh, just like you and I do today. And that's something that thrills me about the Word of God. Uh, if some of these great men in the Bible uh, had been uh, uh, above problems or above stress or these things, then we might not be able to relate to them. Or we may not say that they could relate to us. But, but because they were human beings, And because they had problems and troubles in their lives, and and the Bible's not private in that, it it discusses and talks about a lot of their problems that they went through. Uh, uh, It it lets us know that we uh, can overcome our problems today. I'm not near as good a man as David was. I'm not near as good a man uh, as the Apostle Paul was. But by some of the trials and tribulations that they went through and came through today, it helps me to realize that I can do the same thing. And that, that gives me encouragement. But uh, just for a few minutes, I'd like to uh, take us back to a time when uh, David was a young man. and We know that he was a shepherd. And, and uh, he was a good shepherd. He took pride in his job. And, and uh, uh, we know that there came a day when when the uh, Israelites were approached by the Philistines and they had a giant named Goliath who who had struck fear, uh, he had become, so to speak, a monster uh, to the Israelites. He was uh, big in stature. Uh, he talked big. He talked threatening. And he had just became uh, a terror uh, to the Israelites. And even though Saul was a large man himself, uh, uh, Saul uh, by himself was no match uh, uh, for this Philistine giant, and so uh, we know the story how that uh, uh, David uh, uh, began to tell his brothers over there uh, when he uh, slipped in there and uh, took them some food, and and uh, uh, he had heard that there was a Philistine over there. He called him an uncircumcised Philistine who had made threats uh, against the army of Israel, and uh, and uh, he he began to say, and his brothers weren't real, real happy that he was there and not back over there tending the sheep, uh, but nevertheless uh, uh, David said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? And and uh, uh, they began to tell him uh, what they were, and I'm sure all the time his brothers were saying, uh, now you get out of here and go on back to where you're supposed to be. And then all of a sudden uh, David as a young child, uh, as a young child having a Imagination, sometimes, uh, but I think this really happened in David's life. Uh, He said one time a lion and a bear came and uh, uh, took uh, uh, one of the flock out, and and, uh, he said I slew the lion and I slew the bear and I got the sheep back. And he said "Uh, uh, this uncircumcised Philistine will be as one of them and so I'm sure uh, the Bible does not go into great detail about it but I'm sure he was laughed to scorn when uh, they said that they probably said uh, he's not a lion and he's not a bear but he's a Philistine giant and he's big and he's threatening today and we know the story how David went I got five smooth stones out of the brook and the Bible said that he took the stone uh, and he put it in a sling uh, and he slew the Philistine giant, I uh, uh, took his own sword uh, and I believe he cut his head off uh, uh, so we see David uh, was a man that God uh, was already helping uh, he was already on his side uh, uh, when you look at this from a carnal eye you would say that uh, this little David was no match for him but because he had God on himself He took care of this monster against the Philistines, against the Israelites today. Amen. Amen. But as David got older, little did he know that his problems were going to get greater. And we see that Saul was anointed king because the people demanded that they have a king like the other nations did. And Saul was anointed king. And it was all in God's plan that David should be anointed king. And Saul was very jealous of David. He was jealous of his fame for killing the giant. He was jealous of maybe folks putting him up on a pedestal and Saul uh, became of a hatred to David and we know the story Saul Saul sought him out to try to kill him and and, and there was times it was so close there that uh, he was trying to take his life now uh, this began to be the first of David's troubles and and David loved Saul. He did. He loved him, and and uh, he he had opportunity to kill Saul. I believe more than one time he had opportunity to kill him, but he loved him because he was the anointed. He was the anointed. And uh, uh, so so David, for a large part of this time, he was fleeing for his life from Saul. And uh, so this was. This became one of the uh, 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 monsters, so to speak, in David's life. But this wasn't the end. This wasn't the end. And God eventually took care of Saul uh, over there. But but there was more problems that was coming uh, uh, to David. Amen. And, and we remember that uh, David uh, went and he committed adultery with Bathsheba. And uh, this was during a time, Sister Linda, when things were going good in the kingdom. And and, 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 and David and the Israelites were winning battles. Amen. Prior to this, they had had a lot of problems in battles. They had had some trouble where the enemy looked like they were prevailing against them. So the stress of that was wearing on David, him being king. That stress, I'm sure, had become... Maybe a monster or a giant, so to speak. And then we get to where he made that awful mistake in sin of committing adultery. And when he thought that God had forgotten about that and that everything was going to be okay. Bible said that the prophet Naaman I believe it was came and told him a story of a man that had a new lamb (laughs) and in that that he told him he let him know that God knows about your sin today and you are the man at that time Guilt begin to pour down on David. When you get caught in the act, guilt begins to come. And so, I believe it'd be safe to say, brother Michael, that that guilt had become maybe a monster in his life, a, a, a giant yes. in his life. Guilt for for doing this, and 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 he knew. He knew he had sinned. He didn't try to bargain with God on this thing. He knew that he was out of place in that. And then we have here after the guilt he had of the sin, we have here the son that was born to him and Bathsheba out of an adulterous relationship. (coughs) The child is struck with sickness. And so now David, after facing Saul, after facing guilt, he's now facing fear that he's gonna lose his son. And I believe that this fear was strong in David's life. Strong so much that I believe he got down in sackcloth and ashes and he began to pray and to ask God, for help to spare the young child's life if anybody could get a prayer out David could but you see there's a penalty that goes with sin and in spite of David's praying for the young child we know the story the bible says that his servants came to inform him that the child was dead So this monster of fear that he had that the child was going to die came to pass. But the Bible said that after that, that David cleaned himself up and he went into the temple, went into the synagogue over there. He knew knew where his rock, where his high tower was. He said, lead me to that rock that is higher than I, for thou has been a shelter for me. So David knew where to get help when the monsters in his life were torturing him. But David's problems were not over by no means. You ever notice in life how when we we get over one situation or one problem in life, especially those of us that's got a little age on us, we know that it's not going to be far down the road, till there'll be another one. May not be the same thing, but it's going to be one. And so, we look and and because of David's sin, not only did he lose that son that he had with Bathsheba, but there was a sword got in his family. i realize today that there's a lot of things that brought this on it was not all it was not all i don't believe because of david it was probably because of his kids own sins and all the things that had gone on but imagine you being in a family you may have been in a family that had Imagine in your family that there's incest going on What would be more troubling to a father than to know that was going on in his family? And then on top of that, that because of that incest, hatred started between the siblings. The Bible said that Absalom, I believe it was, hated his brother for what he did to his sister. And also, after she was raped, the one that raped her hated her. So David's problems were, once one would get solved, there was another one on the horizon. He, he knew a lot about, about monsters in his life. So I want to tell you today that I've got good news for you and I today. I don't know what you're going through. You don't know what I'm going through. But I'm going to tell you something today. The same God way back yonder that David went to, that same shelter, that same rock that he asked God to lead him to, amen. You and I have that same refuge that we can go to today when the monsters in our life Are terrorizing us. And boy, I'm glad of that today. Amen. Amen. I I begin to think about Elijah when, and and Brother Michael mentioned it, I think, last week in Sunday school. When Elijah, I begin to get terrified of Jezebel. And rightly, he should have been. Jezebel had put a death threat out on him. (laughs) And Elijah got depressed he had seen all the things that God had done the miracles God had performed it wasn't just a few days ago that God had let him challenge the prophets of Baal and God came down and and answered with fire and the prophets of Baal had to stand over there and jump up and down calling on God that was not there So God had proved himself time and time again to Elijah just as he had proved himself to David. But nevertheless, Elijah had monsters in his life. The Bible said that, and I can just see, him. boy, we preachers, we've got like this a lot of times. Oh, Elijah, (coughs) he, he was tired of running. And he had got that word from Jezebel And as he sat down under that juniper tree, he said, I'm not better than my fathers. Amen. He felt like his work was done. And he wanted to die, I guess, just of natural causes that he did to Jezebel's sword. God sent a message to him. He said, Elijah, I'm not through with you yet. I'm not through with you yet. Boy, there's been times I know that a lot of us have wanted to lay it down, but God ain't done with you yet. And and boy, that angel come over there and, and encouraged him. Indeed, I guess Elijah was just gonna sit and starve himself to death. And that and that angel come over there and encouraged him to eat, and he ate and he drank. Amen. And the Bible teaches us that he went on the strength of that meat for forty days. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something today. The monsters are out there and Satan is in the midst of every monster that's in your life today. Don't you underestimate the power of Satan and don't try to separate evil and wickedness and Satan with the monsters that that are in your and my life today. Amen. Satan's behind all of them. Amen. I remember as a child... I wasn't fond of clowns, and uh, I can remember being carried to the circus, and, uh, and I really didn't want to go to the circus because I knew what was going to be there. Right. And uh, when the clown would start up the role that we were sitting in, I wanted to leave yeah. because I was scared of him. He was a monster to me. I was a little bit younger than you, Jasper, but I didn't like clowns. Later on, as I got older, clowns didn't bother me anymore. <laughs> but boy, there came some visual monsters in my life, and those clowns were.
0: Yeah.
1: The monsters that came to stress. Boy, when I was younger, I didn't know what stress was. That was mom and dad's problem. But, boy, it didn't take me very long until I got in the working world. I found out what it was all about. And I had allowed that to become, to scare me as bad as the clowns did. And later on in life, going through dating and going through broken relationships, You see, that was all in God's plan. There was something something better coming along, but I didn't know that. And I got to the point, Brother Wayne, that that had become such a monster in my life that I decided I was just going to be a hermit and live in the middle of the woods and not socialize with people because, especially girls, and uh, that had become a monster in my life. It troubled me. Cause me some sleepless nights. Stress. Fear. The fear I had when I was running from my call to preach. Boy, you talk about a monster. Scared to death. Going several years with, with looking over your shoulder continually. You may not believe this. You may say, All preacher God wouldn't have done nothing. Oh, I was scared, Vanessa. That had become a monster in my life. But I'm glad today. That as David said here, thou hast been a shelter for me. You've already been a shelter for me, God. I need that shelter one more time. Amen and i'm glad to report to you today that i have found a friend in jesus amen and those times sister Sarah that I was telling you about in my life uh, when relationships were breaking down when I was covered up with stress those were the times uh, that I was out of church Uh, amen Uh, uh, but I'm going to tell you something today Uh, uh, when brother Michael taught us in Sunday school uh, about going in feet first uh, uh, just giving up all Uh, amen amen those monsters became smaller and smaller and smaller in my land. Because I realize today that God is bigger than any problem that I'll face. Any problem that I'll face today. You may be here today and you may be suffering with guilt and guilt can make you sit to your stomach it can, I've been there I've been there don't let guilt bring you to a point of doing something that you would regret doing the bible said that Judas for 30 pieces of silver he betrayed Jesus over to the soldiers Judas told him, said, the one that I kiss, that's him. That's who you're looking for. And Judas fulfilled that agreement. But it wasn't very long after that until Judas had took that 30 pieces of silver. He hadn't even spent it yet. He took it and he cast it down at their feet. They said, what's this to us? I have betrayed, I have sinned. That's what he said, I have sinned in that I have betrayed the innocent blood. You don't think that was a monster to to Judas? You don't think that guilt was weighing heavy on him? It was enough to make him kill himself, wasn't it? And you know we got people today, the suicide rate around our country and across the world is very high. And I can guarantee you just about that in every case, somebody was overwhelmed with something. You don't go to take your life unless you're overwhelmed, unless life don't seem worth living. Bless the Lord. And I've told y'all before, I wished that in in the account of Judas, I really wished instead of it saying he repented himself i wish it would have said he repented unto god (laughs) yeah i believe judas could have been one of the best disciples there ever was but he 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 let the monster that's trying to kill everybody around he let it kill him he let it kill him so you may be here today and you've allowed fear to control your joy your happiness you may have allowed guilt to get you down now see the first thing I had to do before I could get saved was I had to get guilty and I had to know I was guilty I did up till then I could, I could go to church and sleep right through a message you didn't bother me at all But a preacher preached one time and the gospel touched me and it showed me lost and undone without God. And you're talking about a monster guilt beginning to flare up in my life. And I'm glad to report to you that I didn't run very long from that. But I had to have some relief. And I did what the Bible said to do and that was trust and believe and ask Him into my heart. And I did that, and he saved my son. I've heard folks tell me that alcohols become a monster in their life. They want to get away from it. And, 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 and they just, the, the demons just won't let them. And it, it's just become a controlling monster. Drug abuse. Pornography. All these things. That's what we've got a problem with in America today and in Blood County. And I want to tell you, we're serving somebody bigger than any monster that you might face today. Amen. I'm fixing to clothes. When the disciples were out on the ship, <coughs> and Jesus was in the hinder part of the ship. Notice David said, when I am overwhelmed, The Bible said that they were out there and the, and the, the sea began to become boisterous and the wind and the storm. And these disciples were overwhelmed with what they were going to do. They had surely, they had seen ships capsize in that kind of weather. And they could not figure out why Jesus was not allowing this to be the monster to him that it was to them. (laughs) They wanted him to be nervous and scared. But he was so nervous about it, he was asleep. I Bible said they went down and woke him up. how many times brother chris has he reached out those nail scarred hands and said peace be still <laughs> and the monster didn't have any choice but to flee <laughs> when i was a kid they'd be on a vampire movie and uh, the folks would take and they'd make a cross and they'd do this to the vampire and they'd make him back away now that was just some figment of somebody's imagination I'm going to tell you today when we hold up that banner that Paul, that David talked about he said he gives a banner to those that <laughs> believe and trust a banner of love and when you and I will hold up that bloodstained banner and fly it just as proudly or more proud than we do the American flag and we'll fly that thing all the demons in hell will tremble. Amen. And they will. They will. The blood of Jesus Christ puts a fear into Satan today. So whatever's eating at you today, whatever problem you may have, no, no matter how big or how small, sometimes we, we people will say, well, my problems are so small compared to them, I don't even want to bring them up but let me tell you this if you allow it it will grow and become a bigger problem than it has to be That's right. That's
2: right. That's the word.
1: none of us are immune to trouble whether we dig ditches on the side of the road or whether we're a stockbroker on wall street whether we sell peanuts or we're the ceo of a major Corporation, all of us are subject to these monsters today. All of us are. But I'm glad that Paul said to put on the full armor of God. He said, take up the shield of faith that you might be able to withstand the fiery darts of the wicked. So everybody stand, we want you to give us a song. Now I want you to, every one of us, let's look at ourselves. I'm gonna look at me, and I want you to look at you. Is there things in your life that are terrorizing you? Somebody said, well preacher, I don't like to admit that because I'm afraid of what folks will think. I was honest with you. I told you what terrorized me as a child. I told you what terrorized me when I was running from my car. I told you what terrorized me when I was dating girls and none of them liked me. (coughs) All these things, I opened up to you. Now you need to open up to God. Amen. You need to open up to God. He already knows what's ailing you today. He already knows what you've allowed to become a giant or monster in your life. I want to encourage you don't go home with this, but come and believe, and believe when you come Amen. that God will do what He said He do. Believe when you come that. He'll do for you what He's done for us. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Sister Pam Gall said a while ago in our Sunday school when we were talking about folks trying to figure out the mind of God, trying to be God's counselor. pointed out that God is so much bigger than we are today. And no matter which way life goes, no matter no matter what life throws at us in the way, God is still over us. And He still knows what we're facing. And by the snap of a finger, He has the ability to put the brakes on any problem we've got. He can do that. He can do that. Would you you rather be praying to the one that can really do something about it than going to somebody that has no control over it David said in the psalm that I read to you when he was asking God to help him in a time of trouble he basically said that man can do nothing for us man is no help but he is today I'm going to plead with you. Somebody said, well, preacher, I wouldn't plead. I will. I'm glad folks pleaded with me. I'll plead with you today that if you've got something heavy on you today, why don't you come and believe that God can take this and He'll do it. He'll do it. He wants us to trust and believe. And if you'll do that, you can experience what the disciples experienced when he reached out his arms. And commanded the winds and the waves and said, Peace, be still. And they did. Go ahead and sing.
0: 129. 129.
1: Come on.